0: Good morning, folks. Today is Monday, March 20th, 2023, and here's what's coming up this week in TAPS. In today's episode, solo and small ensemble music starts this week. We've got an update on the Henderson Cup standings, plus interviews with our lacrosse showcase participants from last year. That's coming up this week and more. Let's get started. With the conclusion of winter activities, we thought it would be a good time to update you on the current Henderson Cup standings. Each year we recognize an overall champion school in each classification with a presentation of the Henderson Cup. Member schools earn points throughout the year in TAPS championship events in girls and boys athletics and in fine arts. Named for Johnny and Evelyn Henderson for their work laying the foundations of the TAPS organization, the Henderson Cup is presented to the school earning the most points in their classification and is presented at our summer convention in June. With only spring championships remaining, here are the top contenders in each classification. In one a Christian Heritage Classical School and Prestonwood Christian Academy North are tied for first place with 24 points each, followed closely by Texoma Christian School and Cornerstone Christian, each with 23 points. Victory Baptist is next up with 21 points. In 2A, Allen Academy of Bryan is up front with a comfortable lead of 33 points. All Saints Episcopal of Lubbock is next in line with 28 points. Providence Classical High School of Spring is currently in third place with 24 points. In 3A, it's St. Michael's Catholic Academy in the lead with 40 points, followed by Lubbock Christian School with 36, and St. Thomas High School in Houston with 32 points. In 4A, Austin's Veritas Academy holds the lead with 44 points, followed closely by Brentwood Christian School, also of Austin, with 42 points. Logos Prep of Sugarland rounds out the top three with 40 points. In 5A, Liberty Christian School has a commanding lead of 58 points, followed by TMI Episcopal School of San Antonio with 50 points, and San Antonio Christian School with 43 points. In 6A, Antonian College Prep of San Antonio is up front with 64 points, followed by Bishop Lynch High School of Dallas with 58 points, and Prestonwood Christian Academy of Plano with 56 points. find out who comes out on top at our summer convention. Join us at TAPSCon June 7th, 8th, and 9th at the base at Extra Events Center in Waco. We've got a golf tournament on the 7th along with new AD training and new school training and all of our fine arts sessions. Our athletic sessions are on the 8th and 9th. More information on the TAPS website. Visit taps.biz and click on the convention tab at the top. In Fine Arts This Week, today is the first day of our solo and small ensemble music competition. Our staff is in Houston today, and we'll have competitions tomorrow in Lubbock, San Antonio on Wednesday, Austin on Thursday, and DFW on Friday. More information on the TAP's website. You'll be hearing from our spring music competition soon. We've got a full episode of TAPS Talk with pieces from last year's large and medium ensemble competitions, along with interviews from directors. Be sure you subscribe to TAPS Talk on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts to catch that episode. Also in fine arts, the entry deadline for our 2023 Robotics State Championship is today. Join us on Saturday, April 1st in Waco for this year's competition with FIRST Robotics.
1: Dean Kamen likes to call it uh, the hardest fun you'll ever have.
2: Three, two, one. Hmm. Uh, Each
1: team will play five matches. They'll have five different alliance partners throughout the day.
0: Uh, Be sure to check last week's episode of This Week in Taps for interviews and sounds from last year's championship. Also, next Tuesday, March 28th, is the registration deadline for large and medium ensemble competitions. And next Wednesday, March 29th, is the academics and speech entry deadline. The 2023 Taps Spelling Championship is next Thursday, March 30th. And the art entry deadline is Friday, March 31st. In Athletics, the entry deadline for 1A, 2A, and 3A District Tennis is Friday, March 24th. More information on the TAPS website. Tennis Coaches, make sure you're listed correctly in Rank 1 so that you receive all appropriate communication. Also in athletics, the 2023 TAPS Lacrosse Girls and Boys Showcases get started next week in Round Rock. Join us on Tuesday and Wednesday, March 28th and 29th at the Round Rock Multipurpose Complex. This is the second year of the showcase, and we've gone from four teams last year to 20 teams this year, and listening to some of last year's participants, it's no wonder.
3: Get off, kid, get off,
0: get So that's what we're going to do to close out this week's episode. You're about to hear from coaches, ADs, parents, and players at last year's TAPS Lacrosse Showcase about their experiences with the sport, starting programs at their schools, and taking part in the first ever showcase for the sport in TAPS.
3: Man, lacrosse is the best sport. Um, It's the fastest game on two feet and it really allows involvement from all kinds of players. Hi, my name is Zane Zoda, and I'm the head coach at Regent School of Austin. A lot of sports, especially in Texas, you see those big old football players and they kind of dominate the game. But with lacrosse, you get more of a, a smaller, more finesse player, and you could have a big, strong player, but there's more of a variable of what kind of kid can play and what success you can find with different kinds of kids.
1: I think it just offers more for your student athletes. I think it gives them another sport to play. I think it helps grow your grow your school and your program. Hi, my name is Matt Nydek and I'm the athletic director at Concordia Lutheran High School in Tomball. I know it, for a lot of kids it's their off-season sport sometimes or their second sport, but now a lot of them are taking it as their main sport. I buy-in from our other coaches. I think you always have the fear from other coaches, well this is going to steal my athletes. Um, but we do a great job at Concordia of sharing our athletes throughout the year. It's another outlet for a spring sport for a lot of
3: these kids. Um, A lot of these boys, you know, they play football, they play basketball, they play soccer. So they're always looking to do something. Um, And lacrosse is a great outlet because it involves a lot of aspects from a lot of those games. Um, So those fall sport coaches that want their kids kinda staying in sport shape, they get the opportunity to get that good workout, to get those kind of live action reps in lacrosse, too.
2: I think um, research shows. Um high school age athletes really benefit from being multi-sport athletes. Hi, I'm Allie Tennyson and I'm the Director of Athletics at Bishop Lynch High School. I think the timing of the season of lacrosse, falling kind of in the later spring, makes it a very viable option to be another sport for our fall and winter student-athletes to have. Um, We're seeing it at our school, especially on the female side. Once our female athletes wrap up their fall and winter seasons, it's a very easy transition into lacrosse and we're really working on that on the boys' side as well. And so I think it's A perfect sport that translates easily to a lot of our other sports that can just really round out the the total student athlete that we're looking for at Bishop Lynch.
1: We have um, probably the majority of them um, are football guys, um, some that are basketball, and we have a good handful now that are just lacrosse only. I think it's been a a great way to bring exposure for our school and maybe bring in some athletes, student athletes, that weren't going to come originally.
2: Uh, for lacrosse they are on the girls side they are all multi-sport athletes with the exception of um, I would say probably a handful handful of them on the girls side and those girls will all end up playing college lacrosse this year we have a girl going to play at Dickinson College and she she is one of the most talented uh, student athletes we have on our campus and I think in the next couple of years uh, we'll have more girls go play as well and our our plan is to kind of uh, reciprocate that on the boys' side as well. Uh, Most of the boys um, play multiple sports. Uh, One of our seniors, he's standing up right there, number one, he's likely gonna go play lacrosse at Hendricks College too, so.
1: I think it took a little bit of time. I think it was kind of like, what is that? Um, It wasn't something at our school that was really well known. Um, However, our coaches have done a fantastic job over the last three years. Uh, bringing notoriety and trying to generate um, exposure within our own student body.
2: Everyone kind of sees it as the youngest sport on campus and obviously the age of our student-athletes in the program reflects that too. But there's also uh, a lot of excitement around it and that's due to, due to our head coach uh, Jason Feltz. And he came in in uh, January of 2020 and just worked the hallways hard. And uh, really, the team that he has out there now is a result of kind of how he recruited the hallways and got all those boys in. And uh, he's he's exceptional. We went from about 20 kids last year to 35 this year. She's so doing a great job.
4: Oh man, how much time do I have? Uh, I, I truly think lacrosse is the best sport in the world. Hi, my name is Jason Feltz and I'm the head men's lacrosse coach at Bishop Lynch High School in Dallas, Texas. Um, I I got into the game late. I actually grew up down here in Austin and didn't really have the option to play it until kind of late middle school, high school. Uh, The second I picked up a stick, really fell in love with it. It's, you know, the the running of soccer, the movement of basketball, the physicality of football. It's really everything you can want out of a sport.
2: I think everyone kind of feels the momentum and energy around it Um, and as he's since he's been here now um, just over just about two years he's been able to be a part of all of our admissions events people are seeing Bishop Lynch Friars associated with lacrosse on the boys side so um, he started, um, I think, starting to really grow it, and it's not just a program that ha- is a, is an afterthought. It's it's actually an established program. So
4: lacrosse has really kind of had this coming of age in the last maybe 12, 15 years or so, where mm-hmm. kids are getting sticks in their hands early. There's kindergarten teams, and first graders are, are starting to get into the game, which is awesome to see. Um, I think it's just we're kind of moving away from kids grow up either wanting to be a basketball player or a football player. I think now there's so much more of, they can run track, they can play lacrosse, they can do just so many other, there's just so much more opportunity. And kind of like I said, I I fell in love with it the second I picked up a stick. And I think that's really common for a lot of kids that once they sort of get into it and and realize it's everything you could want out of all the other sports you play, I think it's just, it's such an easy sell.
5: I like the teamwork, I am Andrew Blades. I am a deep hole for Concordia Lutheran, especially as a deep hole. Say, like, you're in a clear and you can bounce the ball between three guys and just set up for a shot. Uh, When that happens, it just, I don't know, it it, uh, just hits right. You know, like, you know that you just accomplished something as a team and that it's, it's just so fluid and the chemistry is there. Uh, my favorite thing about lacrosse is, it's kind of like what he said, it's just all about the teamwork. My name's Jake Cook, I'm a uh, goalie for Concordia Lutheran. Um, as a goalie, you're a huge team player, you're kind of the anchor of the defense and you work really closely um, with guys like Blades, uh, with some of our other poles out there, uh, we run clears and so you pop it out and you run it through a bunch of different people,
6: get everybody involved and uh, at the end of the game it's just a big celebration of teamwork. You know, we take athletes and we put a stick in their hand um, and and we teach them the game. Hey, good morning. My name is Jeff Anderson. I'm the head coach at Concordia Lutheran. Um, Most of my team had never seen a game before they played in a game kind of thing. So we've got a lot of dual sport guys on our team. So we've got football guys. We've got uh, soccer and basketball guys. We've got hockey guys. So we're six years into the program. Um, The numbers are where they're at because we've um, we've got good parent advocates. Um, The schools behind what we're doing, Um, they're they're supporting us. Um, You know, the other coaches, uh, I think, see the value in in what we're developing athletically.
5: I'd have to say that, you know, lacrosse takes time. It's definitely a finesse sport. So you kind of have to foster it for a couple years. And uh, soon you'll get people who come into school and just right away are interested. You'll start having people come in that already know the game. And so it just it grows exponentially over time so it might be slow at first but soon you're going to be like oh wow like we're winning all these games we have all these great players and just the camaraderie in that program is just going to grow extremely quickly
7: Uh, i think lacrosse is a great sport my boys got into it kind of uh, a little bit into middle school Uh, my name is chris fink i'm a a parent of a student wyatt fink he's a sophomore at tmi uh, a lacrosse player i'm also the parent of a graduate of TMI, Hit Wyatt's older brother, Caden, graduated TMI two years ago. He's at UCLA and he was a four-year lacrosse player. Um, they enjoyed football, basketball. Lacrosse is a great sport because it really combines a lot of different sports. It's kind of like playing ice hockey on grass. It combines the passing of sports like basketball, the physicality of sports like football. And it's a really great team sport. Uh, you can't, it takes uh, uh, 10 players out in the field uh, uh, and you really have to play team lacrosse to to be efficient and good and so uh, it also has been a great conduit for the boys uh, being athletic and meeting a lot of friends. It's an
6: it's incredible sport that combines athleticism with uh, good teamwork. Afternoon, my name is Kevin Finno. I'm a proud parent of Caden Finno who is a freshman at TMI lacrosse player midfielder and fogo. Uh,
8: and I am married to Kevin and our son Caden plays lacrosse at TMI.
6: Uh, lots of different uh, things going on in lacrosse. It's constantly busy and uh, just kind of uh, high action. Uh, really good
8: athletic sport. It's it's the original American sport. I mean, it's it's it is the original American sport. They say it's the fastest sport. Um, And it is. If you've ever watched, it's kind of like you said, a cross between hockey, soccer, basketball. Take those rules and squish them together. Um, A lot of athleticism among the boys. They're all incredibly fit kids. Our son plays other sports and this was kind of one of those team things that brought it all together. And it's his favorite by far. The team camaraderie is amazing. He swims and runs and and those are great sports, but a little bit more individualized and the team aspect's awesome.
7: It's really growing all across the United States. Um, So I think if schools don't bring it on, I think they're going to find themselves behind the eight ball pretty soon.
8: Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, Most of our boys play other sports. A lot of them got a start in soccer or -hmm. football Um, and maybe that wasn't their perfect fit niche and lacrosse has combined those and made it a perfect fit. Um, I also like from a mom's standpoint, um, the schools that that lacrosse is offered in in college are top level schools. And so our boys have to keep their GPAs up too if they wanna keep playing. And I think that's a big bonus Um, from an athletic standpoint because not only are they being active but it's encouraging them to be great in school too. I
2: think um, we're really excited to to grow the girls sport we see that in Dallas um, one of our biggest rivals in girls lacrosse is Ursuline just like it is in soccer and in volleyball and in basketball and that's awesome and so we want to have that opportunity to to kind of see those rivalries we have across the state in TAPs, so to be able to have opportunities to play St. Agnes or to play the other TAP schools that, that have girls across, and I think that'll energize the sport in TAPs as well.
6: I would like to continue to see our program grow. Um, you know, we, we've had some success with running a JV program this year, so that's where our numbers are at. I think the first year when I started the program, we had 15 guys. You need 10 to play. We've grown in incrementally every year. Um, you know, the, the mindset at Concordia is, is is we're an athletically minded school where a high percentage of our students are involved in a sport of, of some sort. I think we've got 250 boys. I've got 43 of them playing lacrosse. I mean, for us, we, we get support from the school, from the administration, from the other coaches. Um, and that, that's been a big part of our growth.
2: Um, we're in about our fifth year of the program. We have about 75 girls that participate in our program. We have a JV and a varsity, uh, and uh, we started very humbly, um, very young, and this year we've grown. Um, we're in Division three, and will likely compete uh, at the Division two level next year.
3: Having a lacrosse team is vital, and you have to understand that it's a process. Um, It's not going to be able to happen all at once. Um, It's going to take hard work. It's going to take some building, um, some working to get it to grow. But once you get it to a point where it's growing, um, it's a lot of fun. It's fun to play. It's fun to watch. It's fun for fans. Um, I know at all our home games, we get a lot of students out and they don't know the rules, but they have fun cheering us on. Um, So it's good camaraderie amongst the team, amongst the school. I think it's going to be a pretty big thing here soon, so you might want to get on board.
0: That's it for This Week in Taps. We'll be back next week with more from our schools across the state. This Week in Taps is a production of the Texas Association of Private Parochial Schools. It is produced and hosted by me, John Skies, the Director of Media for Taps. Brian Bunselmeyer is our Executive Director. Robert Huckabee is our Associate Director and Director of Compliance. Steve Prudhomme is our Associate Director. Steve Huhulin is our Athletic Director. Rhonda Smith is our Director of Fine Arts. Liz Cornette is our General Manager of Corporate Partnerships. Kelly Bay, Delaney Bunselmeyer, Will Dixon, and Vicki Morgan help keep everything running smoothly in the Taps office from transfer paperwork to event logistics to live broadcasts. Music in this episode by Divkid. Additional music provided by Upbeat Music. Special thanks to everybody at the Lacrosse Showcase last year for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you for listening. See you next week.